I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Welcome into the Arts After College podcast powered by KSLSports.com. I'm Kyle Ireland, your locals in the NFL insider for KSLSports.com. And alongside me, as always, is my co-host, the one and only, the the anchor extraordinaire on KSL Sports Live. He is your resident Denver Broncos fan alongside <laughs> Jeremiah Jensen. He's the one and only Sam Farnsworth. Sam, you've got kickoff here on Sunday for your Broncos you've got a new head coach but you still have the same quarterback I don't know do you feel you feel better about your season this year as opposed to what it was last year I mean it can't be much worse right so it can't it can be I mean (laughs) at least well here's the thing you guys have your draft pick this year so I guess it can be worse (laughs) last year was bad I I, it's it'll you know I don't know I'm going in with low expectations. <laughs> it's fine. It is. It's going to be what it is. I like. I like Sean Payton. Um, is is he the remedy for Russell Wilson? I don't know if that's the case, but I'm okay. I'm okay hey. right now. I am at peace right now. Kyle, ask me again in a week. Okay. Well, let's see Javante Williams come back from his injury, and then then we'll we'll discuss it in week two, right? Yes. We'll see how we see. We'll see how he comes back. Let's let's hope your Broncos avoid the injury bug this year. There was a there's a number of them last year. It's but this this is this is here man. We've got football. We've got NFL football is back. It's been a long off season and you know we're in full swing in college football, high school football, but now it is here, the pinnacle. We're here on uh on game day work. Just for those listening, we're uh, we're about an hour and ten minutes away from our Thursday night opener between the Lions and the Chiefs. Uh, we're recording right now to do our preseason picks, like we have done for my gosh, Sam. I think this is, is this your five. This might be your five. It's I'm not sure. Four. It's either year four or five that we've done this. In a few seasons, though, yeah. So it, it, here's the thing: every year we do this, I we always go back at the end of the year and we look and see how well we did. 
<laughs> this is the year, Sam, that we're going to do well. We're going to go back and we're going to look at our picks and we'll be like, you know, we, we hit all of these this year, right? I expect it from us. So as we're going along, you know, I, I just I hope that you have as much confidence in your picks as I well, do in mine. Here's the thing, you know, why, you know, what does it matter if we do well or not on picks, right? It, it, the, <laughs> the, the safe picks are the ones where you, yeah, I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl, whatever, right? What are right. the odds of that happening? They're probably pretty good, but that's the, you know, come on, let's have some fun with these picks. And then if you get them right, then you can go back and be like, see, I knew that one all along. So uh, good I've, point. Got a, I've got a lot of maybe less conventional predictions this year. Hey, I will say I did that. I took that approach a few years ago and I think it was the year before Aaron Rodgers won his first of his back-to-back MVPs. So what would that have been? 2019 maybe. And I put, I think the NFC championship game I had was like the Packers versus the Cowboys. And like Dak got hurt like week three and like was (laughs) out for most of the year. And I, I don't think either of those teams made the playoffs. Like it was just, I don't know. I don't know if that approach works for me, so we're going to see how it goes. But let's start off, Sam. We'll start off with our locals in the NFL awards, and then we'll move to our general NFL picks, and then we'll talk about our preseason uh, predictions for the Super Bowl, uh, which is coming up in uh, February, obviously. So we've got a few months to to let some of these picks ride out, but I'm going to start off with the MVP, Sam. Sam, who is your local NFL pick uh, or MVP pick, MVP pick for the locals in the NFL. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna spin this one and flip it back to you. I want to hear yours. Oh first my gosh! Because I've got look, I've got two. I've got two, and I think I know who I'm gonna pick. But I want to see if you pick one of my two, so I can pick okay. the other. Well, I I almost <laughs> went the unconventional route with this pick, just because I think this guy is gonna have. A really good season. I almost put him for my breakout player of the year, but there was another way I had to go with that one. So I was I was torn on this one. I'll give you who my second pick was, and then I'll go with who I ended up going with. I almost went with Devin Lloyd, linebacker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I came really close to picking Devin Lloyd, but I went with another linebacker because until someone dethrones him, uh... Fred Warner is the MVP for the locals in the NFL. He's a top 15, top 20 player in the league. Until I see somebody go take his spot, Sam. (laughs) I have, like, it was like Bobby Wagner, right? Like, Bobby Wagner had this for a number of years. It was his throne. And then Fred kind of took it away from him a couple of years ago. Until somebody dethrones Fred, Fred Warner is my MVP. Okay, that's, I mean, look, that's a good pick. You picked him last year. I get it. Here's and I was thing. right. Yeah, you were. And here's the thing. Like, the best player doesn't always win MVP, though, Kyle. Right? It's true. So, uh, otherwise, I'd probably be, be, be picking Fred Warner, too. So, okay, so for locals, MVP. Um, I'll be honest. Um, a part of me wanted to pick Jordan Love. Going into season one as a starting quarterback, I think big things are happening for him this year. Maybe not monster things, but I think big things are happening for him this year. But I'm going to go even less conventional than that. And this is going to shock, I think, you. My local MVP, and it's going to take a few weeks. Let's give him like five weeks, and then he's really just going to boom. I'm going with Jalen Warren. Steelers running back Jalen Warren as my local's MVP this year. I'm just telling you. 
we're going to get like four or five weeks into the season. He's going to be RB one in Pittsburgh. He's been, he's going to be getting twice as many carries as Harris and he's going to be the guy. So buckle up. Let's ride that one to uh, the end of the season. I like it. I like the pick. I could have picked him for breakout, but no, it it was definitely bold. uh, But I like that you went that direction. I will say, I'm in three fantasy football leagues, Sam, and I picked him up in all three of my leagues as a bench player because of that reason that you just gave. I think he might be the starter a few weeks into the year. So I, I like it. It's a really good pick. Um, my gosh, that, that kind of threw me. That, that was good. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's be, move be, on. Get ready. There's a lot more where that came from. <laughs> Rookie of the year, Sam. Uh, instead of me going first this time, I want to hear yours before I give mine. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, there's a part of me that wants to go with Puka Nakua here. This is the way I get multiple names in here by saying who I almost went with, right? Yeah. You can say cheating. that, but it really doesn't matter at the end of the day because I right. put this article out on kslsports.com. The ink is dry in digital land. And yeah. I go back and I, I see the link at the end of the year and I'm like, hey, we already have this published, Sam. You can't go back and change your picks. Right, right. So, look, I think this one... Maybe the 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 non shocker of my picks. Yeah, I think Dalton Kincaid is going to have the best rookie season of any of our Very local nice. rookies. Um, I do like the potential of like Siaki Ika this year um, as a as a big heavy in the middle of the defensive line. You don't always hear about what they're doing on a week in week out basis, though. You know, um, yeah. uh, I like the potential of maybe Noah Sewell doing something awesome this year, but I think Dalton Kincaid has the best chance to really have an impact this year of any of the locals that are rookies. I like that pick. Um, I thought about Dalton here. I guess one of the things that concerned me about that when I was thinking about it was they have Dawson Knox still, who has been their starting tight end for a couple of years, who has shown flashes here and there. He hasn't like really become like the like dominant tight end that I think that a lot of teams want. Like obviously like everybody would like want Travis Kelsey healthy, right? Like, that would be amazing. But I just, I want something more from the Buffalo Bills tight end, like, and how they use their tight ends in the offense before I feel comfortable in that. Okay. And I think that Dalton can become that. I don't doubt that at all. But I was hesitant, just like, I want to see it play out a little bit with them. And I, I was hoping to see some of that in the preseason, but they hardly played him. And so that was one of the things that was a little concerning to me. It was, like, it was just like, I want to see him be used uh, in their offense. And like, they have James Cook as their running back this year, and they're like, yeah, we're going to run the ball more this year. It's like <laughs> they, you never run the ball. Like they've had Zach Moss and, you know, Singletary the last few years, and they just didn't use the, – their right. offense is so unconventional. Right. And so I was a little hesitant with that. So I ended up going with Clark Phillips is my rookie of the year. Okay. Former Utah cornerback, uh, now with I the like Falcons. I, I just – I saw some flashes and heard some things, read read some stuff out of the Falcons training camp that made me think that Clark could really like end up being, I'm not going to say like sauce Gardner level, like last year, you know, that kind of level of a rookie year, but like I could see him being like a, like a standout rookie, like an all rookie team kind of a guy. So that's why I, I ended up going with Clark there. I just, a lot of people have doubted him just because his size, his size is a little small, but He's just so athletic, and I mean, he was a ball hawk at Utah. So I, I like Clark for my rookie uh, rookie of the year, as far as the locals are concerned. I think he's going to surprise a lot of 
people this year. He won't surprise us because we know what he can do. But obviously the teams that overlooked him, the reason why he slid to the fourth round, like you said, people are knocking his size, things like that. He did make a few plays in training camp that caught a lot of attention and the, you know, from the Atlanta media. I think there's a, the potential of him uh, making some noise this year and just surprising a lot of people. Well, I, I like you having my confidence, you know, on that pick there. I just, I'm glad that you didn't pick him either. We haven't <laughs> had, we haven't had the same pick yet, which is nice. Nope. Uh, breakout player of the year, Sam. I ended up going with Jordan Love here. This is okay. the spot where I feel like it was easy to put him in this. And so maybe I it's like a little cop out for me. I just, I wasn't ready to go in MVP, but I think that Jordan Love after, I was really like just full transparency. I was really concerned about him going into the preseason and what I saw from him in the preseason. Granted, it was preseason and We'll see how he is against first team defenses here in the first month of the season, but it really set my mind at ease with where Jordan Love is, and I saw some shakiness out of him the first couple of you know seasons that he you know obviously didn't play as a rookie, but year two, year three, he had some moments where I'm like, you know, like that was the reason why they took him in the first round, and then there were moments where I'm like, my gosh, like maybe he's a bust, maybe you know he's not going to end up being anything other than a backup in the league. But what I saw in the three preseason games, I was really, really, you know, set set my mind at ease. So I like him as my breakout player of the year. Who do you have? Okay, so there's a guy that that is making waves, uh, at least with the the local media that covers him. He has been this uh, this off season through training camp. Um, I think the confidence from his coaching staff and teammates is at an all time high. I think they expect huge things of him. And I think this guy's going to be disruptive this year. Kairos Tonga. He's not my breakout player. He's my <laughs> runner up, but I had, I, like <laughs> I had to sell that about him because I yeah. think, I honestly think he's going to be a big part of the, the Vikings defensive line this year, just be one of those disruptive players. Again, you know, sometimes you talk about those defensive tackles, those guys in the middle that, you know, the name isn't in the headlines that much, maybe not even in the, in the box score at the end of the day that much, but he's going to make it tough to uh, uh, any, any team that's trying to run between the tackles. Uh, he's going to make it maybe a little easier for those outside uh, edge rushers when he's putting up that pressure in the middle. I think he's yeah. going to be big for the Vikings this year. Okay. See, see how I'm cheating this. I'm oh, getting I, I love it. Here it we go. Count, but I love my, it. My breakout player of the year is going to be Rashid Shahid. All right, that guy. I'm just saying. Is like, it a breakout though? Like he broke out midway through last year. He broke out with a couple of big plays. But are we the, saying are we saying like he's all pro? No, but we're talking about an entirety of a season here now, right? Okay, we're not talking okay. about like a 60 yard touchdown and a 60 yard touchdown, whatever. That was kind of like the gist of his season were those two major plays, right? He still had sure. other little little glimpses along the way, but that was the gist of his season last year. I think this year he becomes a, a, a bigger, more pivotal part uh, piece in their offensive game plan too, right? Um, and then if he's still back there returning kicks, you know, anytime he touches the ball, there's a chance that the lightning is going to strike and something special is going to happen. But I think he's going to play to the level where, um, you know, he, not, maybe not household name, but people around the league, fans around the league are going to start to get much more familiar with who Rashid Shahid is because of just how electric he is once he gets the ball in his hands. No, that's a good pick. And I really, like, if you had to, so as a breakout player, what would you say is like a stat line, like end of season stat line 
how many yards receiving i mean granted like he's gonna get a bunch right in the return game but like just as a receiver what do you think as far as like total yards and like yeah. touchdowns good question okay so i'm gonna look at last year real quick uh full disclosure yeah you know what he had more than more than i remember 28 receptions for 488 yards but the two touchdowns so i'm you know i'm thinking um Let's triple those touchdowns, get at least six touchdowns this year. I think that that would constitute kind of more yeah, of a breakout for sure. You know, six for to sure. seven total touchdowns this year. And I think that's realistic for him um, from a yardage standpoint, maybe not much more than that. Maybe he's only like in the five to 600 range, but um, I, yeah, I think, I think realistically um, six, seven touchdowns. Is- Interesting. I like it because that, the Saints are a really interesting team for me this year because I feel like with Derek Carr coming in and, you know, obviously they're going to miss Alvin Kamara for the first, you know, three weeks of the season or whatever it is for the suspension. But they have, like, some sneaky weapons on that team. Like, is Michael Thomas going to come back? And, like, he's really has not been himself since, he, you know, he missed his whole season and has been dealing with injuries. Like, could Shahid kind of emerge there as, like, a go-to guy for Derek Carr? It's really interesting to me. I like it. I think maybe, that's a good pick, Sam. May, maybe uh, maybe he becomes like a, a Pro Bowl returner. Mm. That would really be breakout. So That would be. I like it. Anyway. All right, Sam. Last pick for the locals before we take a break. Uh, comeback player of the year. Who do you have? Hey, this, might, this might be boring. Look, hey, I'll tell you what. The no, longer- it's not because we're going to have the same pick here. <laughs> well what look we both picked julian blackman last year we could both pick him again this year if i almost picked i almost picked him this year and then i realized what what i should do <laughs> yes um what, hey one guy that maybe keeping i don't know if you want to call it a comeback i guess i guess probably but matt bushman was elevated today to the 53 man roster now they're a loaded tight end group uh yeah. what do they have four on if you count kelsey right so yeah he would have to do quite a bit to to uh, get really involved in what they're doing for an entire season. Um, but don't be shocked if he becomes a semi-regular in what the Chiefs want to do this year, right? Uh, he was he was big during training camp and in the preseason. They like him. We'll see what sure, happens there. Sure. But I, I think the no-brainer pick here, at least for me, is Garrett Bowles coming back after playing just five games last year, losing yeah. the rest of the year. You know, two years before he was a all-pro tackle and getting to that point from where he started his career like the first two years of his career he by far for for holdings and and just i mean so many holding calls just uh his progression to get to where he was was a bit of a struggle but he got there and now he's one of their most reliable offensive linemen and if he is healthy this year that might make a world of difference for russell wilson and and what they're trying to as they're trying to turn him around to be able to have that reliable tackle uh, protecting him um i think gary bulls is that guy and if he stays healthy slam dunk comeback player of the year for our locals 100 agree i went with garrett bulls as well i think that i just ditto everything that you just said uh, i'm excited to see how he comes back and you know i wrote a story up on he he released a a video kind of detailing like his recovery and whatnot he really put it out on social media earlier this week and it, it just made me kind of you know excited for him to like be back he's like you know I'm, I'm ready to go you know season's here like let's go i'm healthy so uh pretty cool to to see that um 
excited to see how he does with your Denver Broncos this season. Uh, We'll take a quick break, Sam. On the other side, we'll detail our NFL picks and talk about uh, Super Bowl and also uh, some games that we're excited to watch in week one. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, welcome back to the Arts After College podcast powered by kslsports.com. We just did our locals in the NFL awards, our preseason pick, Sam. Now let's turn our t- attention to the NFL as a whole our general NFL picks. Um, Let's go rapid fire here uh, so we can get to our Super Bowl picks and then uh, talk about week one. So MVP, I have Patrick Mahomes, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm just, I'm going with him until somebody, you know, proves that they can take it away from him. Again, like Fred Warner, I I stick with my MVPs, Sam. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. That's a good pick. Uh, I, I like that as a as an MVP pick. I think Josh Allen's going to make a lot of noise. But the guy who's going to win it is going to be Aaron Rodgers because he made the move to New York. He's going to get them into the playoffs. He's going to uh, throw for a bunch of yards, and he's in New York. So the New York media is going to going to you know inflate him to even bigger and better than what he is. Even though, look, he's amazing. He's a Hall of Famer. But <laughs> but I, I think that's a big reason why I think he wins MVP. And it's going to help that he's playing in New York, getting more of that spotlight. I like it. I still am not sold on that offense. So we'll see. We'll see how it is. I could <laughs> see them being amazing and, you know, reaching the AFC championship game. Even I don't think they'd win the Super Bowl, but, you know, maybe. Who knows? Like, once you get to the, like, you know, past the divisional round, like, who knows? You, you could do anything at that point. Uh, offensive player of the year, Sam, I went – with Jamar Chase, wide receiver from the Bengals. I think that he's going to – he had a broken hip last year, you know, had a breakout rookie season, just was awesome. And then last year, you know, took a dip. Uh, I like Joe Burrow coming back, being healthy, and those two just being an awesome duo. So I'm going Jamar Chase as my offensive player of the year. So Jamar was my pick last year, and uh it didn't work out for me. But I like the pick. Uh My pick this year? Justin Jefferson, offensive player of the year. I think he's going to have another awesome season. What is he? He's had he's had fourteen hundred yards or more every single year of his career. Three years. I mean, this is ridiculous. So do you, I don't see do you think why he, he becomes the one to to hit two K. You think he hits it? Possibly, but even if he doesn't, I mean, I don't see why he doesn't get at least yeah. sixteen hundred yards again, right? Um, yeah, sure. Why he doesn't get eight to ten touchdowns again? A uh, hundred receptions, hundred and fifteen receptions, whatever. Um, and maybe that's why he wouldn't win it because it's become so consistent. But if the Vikings go further than, uh, yeah, then they have been going, you know, if they win more games, then they'll get more attention on Jefferson. So that's my pick. I like it. I, I don't think you go wrong there. The other thing is like that division, like, I think that they're just, they're going to be able to do what they've been able to do the last couple of years there with Kirk cousins, as long as like, as long as he stays healthy, you know, I think that that's a good pick. Um, defensive player of the year, I'm going to go with the guy that just got the bag. I'm going Nick Bosa. I think he's going to repeat. 
I like it. It may be an easy answer, but I, I, I just think that Nick Bosa, he's in his prime. He's so good. Um, the other guy that I almost picked here was Micah Parsons, but I just, yeah. I like the four, I like the 49ers defense a little bit more than the, the Cowboys there. I like Mike, Micah Parsons as well. I'm, Again, I'm I'm trying to go a little less uh, conventional, and it's not like this guy is a pushover on the defensive side of the ball. He's good, but um, I, you know what? And maybe I, I shouldn't, but I'm going to go with Sauce Gardner this year as the Defensive Player of the Year in New York. New York's defenses should be solid, I think. Um, but I, I wrote all this down without thinking about it, and I'm the kind of guy who's now thinking, well, wait, I picked a teammate of his to an MVP. There's no way he wins Defensive Player of the Year, too. Oh, so. that's good. But that's what I put down, so I'm going to stick hey, with it. Hey, they, they won Offensive and Defensive Rookies of the Year last year, so. You're right. It's been done. There we go. Teammate-wise. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that pick. Yeah, Man, he's, if, he'll, he'll get, like. If he puts up the same kind of numbers that he did last yeah. year and, you know, bosa or parsons or whatever doesn't have like an amazing season like i, I wouldn't be shocked by that it's just when was when was the last time a corner won it it was doesn't it happen, Steph, right? Stephon gilmore like exactly i mean and that's that why i almost that's why i almost ago. that's why i almost picked Je- jefferson for mvp because i wanted to go something that wasn't a quarterback but the fact of yeah. the matter is a quarterback's probably going to win the mvp yeah. which um, is the it, it is the problem i mean we've talked about this on previous pods but that really is the problem when it comes down to some of these awards where it's like the quarterback position award. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Defensive player um, of the year is going to be a pass rusher. Rookie of the year, Sam. I went with CJ Stroud here, Houston Texans quarterback. Do you think that's crazy? Oh, yeah, no. Sorry, Matt. Uh, Bryce Young is going to have a terrible year. I also don't think Bryce Young is going to make it through the whole year. He's too small. <laughs> He's going to get hurt. He's going to miss five games at least. <laughs> Uh, CJ Stroud, he's my pick. That's a good pick. Bryce Young's on my sh- very short list. Um, if, if I'm going with a quarterback, it would be him, but I'm not. I am going to go outside the pocket. <laughs> I'm not gosh. going with B. John Robinson. Look, I don't you didn't want to go. You didn't want to go quarterback, and then you ended up having to backpedal into it. Well, no. Okay, so look, um, I why don't you go? Why don't you go with my guy, Anthony Richardson? He's on my fantasy team. I almost I almost went with him just because depending on how the Colts play on Sunday, I might I might show up wearing a number five jersey next week. You know who I you know who I really like as a rookie receiver this year is Quinton Johnson. Like I'm nice. just I'm just saying, I think um I'm excited about him in, in the NFL. Uh again, right. I, have to, I have to wait and see. So you're gonna uh, go? Are you gonna go Johnson or are you going Bryce Young? What what am I putting down in ink? Well, is he gonna? Is uh, see now I got to think of receivers. Is Addison gonna be better than him? Is um, who are my other rookie receivers that I'm thinking of? Um, anyway, all right. Look, I'm gonna go because because this is what I've been doing. I'll go Quentin Johnson. Why not? Let's go with him for rookie of the year. Okay. Put it down. I'm not going to be right. You won't be right, but (laughs) it's only because he's going to be their third wide out with the Chargers. But you never know. Look, I mean, crazier things have been. been, So uh, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen's going to be great again this year. He should be, should be. But last year he did miss half the year. Yeah, but that's the thing. Him and Mike Williams are always hurt. And so 
it's really just dependent on their health. So no, I like I like the pick. It just has to break the right way for you, Sam. That's all or, I'm saying. Yeah. Um, you know what? What the heck? We'll throw Drake London on there. We'll just <laughs> we'll put him. <laughs> <laughs> why did i think why why was i getting so oh my confused? gosh it's amazing i love it this is he only he only played 17 games last year so yeah that's i all. know all right we'll go quentin johnson yeah, for you we'll yeah. put him down he quentin johnson rookie what of the i year was saying you. what i was saying was that drake london should have won rookie of the year last year had 800 yards. that's what i'm gonna pretend okay uh he shouldn't have because Garrett Wilson had 1,100 yards. So there we go. <laughs> uh, coach of the year, Sam. This is always kind of a fun one. Um, I'm trying to think of guys who are like not, you know, Andy Reid, obviously, who's just already at the peak. So I'm thinking of somebody who maybe showed a flash last year with their team, didn't quite make it to where I thought they could have been. And so this year they're going to they're gonna get in the playoffs. They're going to make it over that little hump. I'm going with Mike McDaniel. The, the mad scientist from the Miami Dolphins. What do you think That's of that a good pick? pick. Uh, I I was considering him when I was making my picks as well, but um, look, you know me. What I do? I want to pick Sean Payton. Yeah, I want to pick Sean Payton. If the Broncos get to the playoffs, will Sean Payton win it? He probably will because. Well, how confident because, are you in that? Pick him if you're well, confident. I'm not, I'm not picking him, but I'm <laughs> just saying if he gets into the playoffs, I could see because he's kind of a media darling too a little bit right yeah maybe maybe he gets uh, some traction there for for that award uh i'm look i'm going to i'm going to go with matt lafleur um they were 8 and 9 last year i think um get him to 10 10 wins this year and into the playoffs with jordan love as their starting quarterback do i they, think do they win the division do they no, I think the, the vikings no they don't but I Ooh, think you're gonna have I, ten wins in that division, huh? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, out of seventeen games, ten and seven. Yeah, yeah I, I know. So. But still, so so here's the thing: like, um, you, you you do it with virtually a a rookie quarterback. Virtually not. I mean, guess I guess not. He's had a lot of experience at learning, but a guy who has one career start. You do it with him, and I think uh, I think that kind of you know elevates the the hype of maybe a a coach of the year type award for him yeah i like it uh few minutes remaining let's go rapid fire on these super bowl picks before we talk about uh week one we'll pick one game that we like because we got like four minutes left super bowl picks sam i'm going nfc champion san francisco 49ers because i looked at the nfc and i think it's a terrible conference this year and the afc champion Cincinnati Bengals meeting up in the Super Bowl and I'm having the Bengals beat the 49ers. I'm going to go Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase lead the Bengals to the promised land. That would who, be who, fun. Do you, who do you have? That would be fun. My picks are like I'm going back to what I said at the very beginning of this. When when I'm right at the end of the year, I can be like, look, see, I told you. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. Be prepared to uh, to just like laugh though okay my afc champion get ready for this afc or nfc AFC? which one do you want me to start with afc Go okay a- my afc champion is going to be the jacksonville jaguars i don't think that's laughable at all 
they're they're gonna they're gonna make like that it. next step. They've got a lot of young, great talent. This will look like a start, genius too. Their, their it's not window, like a their window's opening. Their window's opening, yeah. I think, this season for, for maybe a, a three to four year stretch of being a strong contender for the AFC. So why not just blow the blow the door down and get there this year? That's a great pick because like they were in the playoffs last year. They hung with the Chiefs. Like mm-hmm. it, it's good, but nobody's picking them. So you look like a genius. I like it. <laughs> there you go. My, right. NFC, my NFC champion is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. I thought you were um, going to go Arizona Arizona Cardinals there when you said uh, you know dark horse. Yeah, no, no. I mean, so it's not that dark. <laughs> but I'm going to go Minnesota Vikings and Jacksonville Jaguars. The Vikings, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson are winning the Super Bowl this year. No. That's laughable. Getting it done. Getting it done. Really? Sure. Man, if you had the Jags in there, like I'd have been like, okay, let's go. Trevor Lawrence. But Kirk Cousins, you like that, huh? Skull. You like that, Kyle. You like that. Oh, my gosh. How great was that Manning cast commercial, by the way? That was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So we got... 49ers losing to the Bengals for me, and we got the Minnesota Vikings taking out the Jacksonville Jaguars for you. Why, my goodness. All right, Sam, last thing before we hang up. What's your game of the week this week? I am going to go. I got to go with Monday Night Football. I got to go Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets just because I want to see who, like, do the Buffalo Bills solidify them? I mean, they've been awesome to start the year the last couple of years. But do they really just show and solidify that they're like, hey, we're still here. We're still like the elite of the elite in the uh, in the AFC. Or do the Jets kind of be like, hey, like, you know what? Aaron Rodgers, I, uh, I'm still a four-time MVP, and I'm going to lead the Jets to the promised land. So that's my game of the week. Who do you have as your game of the week? I like that one. That one has got my attention. It's a great way to end up, uh, wrap up week one of the NFL season. But I'll go with a Sunday afternoon kickoff between the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Big time NFC North rivalry game. That's yeah, like that's great. bitters it gets in that division between those two. And not only that, but season one for Jordan Love is QB one, game one. Here we go. I, I'm I'm really excited to watch Jordan Love this season and see what he can do. Yeah, no, that's a great pick. Uh, Sunday Night Football, for those that uh, like to watch that on KSL 5 TV, it's the Dallas Cowboys at the New York Giants, 6.20 p.m. on Channel 5 here in Utah. Uh, Sam, last thing, we've got one minute to go because I've got to get ready for this game. Got to get ready for Thursday Night Football. Sunday Night Football, but on Thursday night, uh, you can catch that if you're going to listen to this before kickoff. Uh, Sam, what do you have to tease for us this weekend before uh, we get, you know, the wrap up of uh, week one? It, it's, it's football and only football, whether it's high school, college, or the pros. That's what we do here at KSL sports live. And this weekend we break out our first weekend of locals in the NFL. Jeremiah does an expert job at just, just wrapping it all up into a couple of different highlight reels. And so if you're in the state of Utah, or if you can catch us on a live stream, and you are uh, you like any of these local players that have come out of this state, whether high school or college, and that's the segment for you. You can catch that on Sunday nights following the Sunday night football game. Just keep the dials stay stay on channel five. That's all. That's right. Just keep keep it rolling. 
get a little news, get a little locals in the NFL action. It's great. KSL Sports Live. You can follow Sam on all things social media at Samsworth underscore TV. You can follow me at Kyle Ireland on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it these days. <laughs> and then uh, Kyle Ireland KSL on Instagram threads, all that other fun stuff. But we're going to be back next week. I, uh, I'm i ready to hear your three stars next week, Sam. It's going to be good. We're going to hear your son's voice, you know, calling those out again. It's going to be like old times. Football is back, baby. Uh, but until next week, this has been the Yards After College podcast powered by KSLSports.com. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.